Welcome to our podcast, We're Not So Different. I'm Samira. And I'm Ali. We're two professionals having real conversations about our experiences at home, work, and out in the community. We tell our stories through the lens of our different backgrounds to just find out that we're not so different. In our podcast, we'll explore ways that we can improve engagement and bridge social gaps while trying to find the humor in it all. Check us out on social media at WNSDifferent or email us at WNSDifferent at gmail.com. Today we're going to talk about what does it mean to be an American or what is as American as apple pie actually mean? <laughs> so we're going to kind of try to hit on a couple of items like what does it mean to be American and is patriotism a real thing for immigrants and the descendants of slaves? Which is deep, that last part. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it so is. what does it mean to be American to you, Ollie? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, so as we talk about the descendants of slaves, I can say that that's definitely on uh, my parents' side of the family. Um, when I hear people say, I'm an American, and one thing we we'll probably touch on is when I've traveled internationally and mm-hmm. people say, oh, you're American, mm-hmm. it, it is a very weird thing to hear, especially growing up here given the history of my people in so this country. So hold on. When you travel overseas, where was the last place you traveled? Last place I was overseas was Columbia. Okay. And when they said, oh, you're American, what was your initial feeling or reaction? My initial reaction was, my initial reaction is always hesitation. Why? Because I don't, because when I think about the idea of what it means to be American, I don't feel like that's me. Okay. So what is that idea that you have? So the idea that I have is, honestly, a white guy who has been here, his family has been here for three or four generations, Mm -hmm. right, or more, um, usually from Europe or Mm -hmm. someplace thereabouts, if if their history goes back far enough, they're English or German or Northern European of some sort, right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've they grew up here and they've enjoyed every benefit, right? Whether it was the benefit of, Mm -hmm. you know, other groups of people working for them, Mm -hmm. whether it's the benefit of just being, you know, tall, blonde, and a handsome white man, and whatever I say, you know, whatever I say happens. And, you know, my my father donated to XYZ school and that's where I went and I was on the water polo team and now I'm quote unquote an was on the water. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was a, I, 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 I was, I would say wrong, but that's not the proper term. Crew, right? Crew. <laughs> I was on crew. Right? So it's just the idea of being Caucasian, mm-hmm. being fully accepted in society, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, the classic suburban, I can leave my front door open and nobody bothers me. I know the yeah. milkman, the mailman, the ba- the baker. The, the butcher, everyone else, like I am the idea of Western affluence and, and Western Western culture, right? Mm-hmm. So I listen to rock and roll, mm-hmm. right? Or soft rock and I love eighties music and you know my <laughs> favorite <laughs> right. <laughs> my favorite dish is to the casserole, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It's it's just yeah, that casserole. it's that idea of, of, you know, your your typical suburban family, right? And right. just being white and just saying like, hey, this is this is the country that 
this is a country that we built, right? And to me, that's that's American, right? And whether that extends from an international perspective, whether that extends to the idea of how Americans are somewhat cocky, mm-hmm. very sure of themselves, uh, they experience a level of freedom, right? From a, you know, quote unquote democracy, a mm-hmm. level of freedom being able to go anywhere they please, do anything they want. There is no real re- repercussion for that. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen that. We've seen that instance all over the place. But the recent one that I love is mm-hmm. is where the guys were down in the Olympics in Brazil doing the fool at the gas station mm-hmm. um, and created uh, wreaked a whole bunch of havoc. And people were just like, oh, well, that's just boys being boys, boys being boys. Right. And that's right. And, and that'll be a whole ep- another episode on what boys being boys me- means when white guys are doing some some nonsense mm-hmm. and when black guys are doing nonsense right that's a we'll, we'll definitely have to cover that one because they're looked at two different things but yeah absolutely long answer to say that's in my head when they say american that's what i think of and that's definitely not me it's not my experience mm-hmm. it's not the experience of my people it's not even the experience of my people today mm-hmm. right even for those that are that achieve the highest office for about that wasn't obama's experience Oh, right, God, they, they no, had cari- I mean, they had caricatures of monkeys in new in national newspapers. I mean, right, <laughs> you know the what I mean. So- they attacked the Obama family was ridiculous, especially like nothing makes it so blatantly obviously hypocritical and racist than seeing how much they're praising the current family. Oh yeah, right, like. Yeah. The guy that's talking the, the most about comparison between Michelle and Melania. Are you joking? Like, oh, even now that her is... taking her, she took her speech. Right. She took yes. the woman's speech. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I think she appropriated. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, like it just. I'm. I could like my niece and her husband came to visit. They live in Germany, and um, so it, it was interesting to hear their perspective of what's happening from what they had seen in, in media. And, uh, you know, they're very open-minded. You know, they've had mm-hmm. their view, but they're very open-minded. So mm-hmm. they, were, they were open to hearing other sides. And I was just like, I was just, it's just so interesting to me when people don't see the hip- hypocrisy. Right. Like, wow, right. Michelle wore a sleeveless dress and all of a sudden she's, you know, immodest and all of those negative words that they came up with <laughs> that I would never use to to describe to describe such an amazing black woman being. excellence. Like they talk about I black girl she, magic, that's black woman magic to the epitome. I mean, it's an it's an absolute joke. Okay. See, I was about to say, I was about to say, <laughs> why limit her to just black girl magic? Because it's just like she is just magical for everyone. But then I kind of felt like. Am I making it sound by saying that? Am I making it seem like being? <laughs> no, I, I don't think that at all. I think I think I think for us, and I know we're we're kind of delving Sorry. a little bit, but I think for us culturally, when we talk about, and we can t- actually tie this back when people say American versus not, like, yeah. let's be clear, black people are not Americans. I know people are going to have a huge problem with that statement. We are not. We were never. We were not brought here to be American. Let's be clear. As much as people want to say things have changed. Listen, if you dig up any former president, Mm -hmm. any former politician, any former leader that was Caucasian before black folks were freed, they would look at me and say, what are you doing? Not picking cotton. 
So when people like to make the argument that, well, that wasn't the intent of the Constitution, that wasn't the intent. Sure. I agree with you. I disagree 100%. The foundation of this country was never about treating black folks as equal, period, done in the story. It was never designed. I agree. I agree. Right. And as a mother of young black boys, young men, um, they, and just hearing what they're saying, they're hungry to get up, to get past that. Yeah. Right. Like they're like, yes, we know. And what can we do to just get past that? Like, what what do we need to do to be there? So that's a whole other conversation which I'd like to have. Yeah, with we we can we can, de- we can definitely pick up we can definitely pick up on that one. But um, but to your to back your, to the yeah. So to your point about the America piece, we don't not we. I don't want to speak for all of us. I don't, sure. and some people that I know don't feel American. So when someone says you're American, my first reaction is hesitation. What do you think I am? What would you consider me? Would you consider me American? When I think about I don't think about you as American. It's funny. I don't think about anybody who's not white as American. Okay. I'm the same way. Isn't that? You know what I mean? Like that's it's, interesting. It's, but to me, it's not weird because it's it's saying you're, you're making, you're assigning a definition to something that you built. Mm-hmm. If you are not the person that built it, why would you naturally feel that way? I didn't build the country or the system. So why would I feel like something another group of people says that like you can go if you go talk to white folks, not all of them, but some of them say they will proudly say we built this country, obviously not by their hands because somebody else is I, doing the work. No, <laughs> let's be clear about that. Clear. Let's be clear. However, they say we built right. this, this country, country and they are proud of our country. And we the have the greatest country in the world and they don't. They don't blink when it comes to thinking about how they did it. Slaughter, genocide, murder, rape, kill, sl- like, how, what do, do we even, right. we don't even need to go through the list, yeah, right? right? But they are still very, very proud. Right. I cannot be proud of that. Mm-hmm. Not only because I was a victim of it, historically, mm-hmm. but also because other groups were victims of it. And we're still victims of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Looking at, and we can get off the murder statistics. We can talk about how much more African Americans pay for vehicles. How much more are they paying interest fees? My dad, there's a classic episode on 60 Minutes in the 80s where a black woman who was, I can't remember what her role was, but she had some sort of business or finance background. Um, she found out that she was paying more in her interest rate to one of the, the Chinese automakers mm-hmm. than was quoted to her. And there was a big to-do about that. It even came out on 60 Minutes, right? So mm-hmm. so not only is it here, but it's Elsewhere, when we talked about in, in the prior episode about perception in episode two, right, it's how does that impact how we take? So there's no way that I feel American other than the fact that I'm just, I'm here. I'm going to agree with you on pretty much everything you said because I felt the same way growing up. Um, I felt more Iranian than I did American, mm-hmm. even though I don't really feel Iranian because I was born and raised here. Correct. There's so much that I can't relate to. Like when I went to Iran, I that my heart was there. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. But um, I just was so unfamiliar with it. Correct. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. only yeah. my second time ever going. Shopping was uncomfortable. Everything right. was. I didn't have my own currency. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't have my own card. Like so. You know, finally, towards the end of it, I downloaded Snap, which is like their Uber on okay. my phone. And I'm like, I'm going to learn how to use this app, even <laughs> though it's in Farsi. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. And I don't know anything about the city. It's so right, big. Right. But anyhow, like, um, 
I can honestly say I never felt American until recently. Oh, please enlighten me. So, I feel like with our current president and our current climate, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. everyone was all of a sudden so... they. I feel like everyone kind of woke up. Not everyone. Yeah, I was going to say, please define everyone. Yeah, yeah. Not, not everyone. <laughs> clearly not everyone. But so many people yeah. were so thrown like it was like blind they were blindsided that he yeah. could even win yeah with all the stuff he was saying right, was, right. and for me it was like welcome to my world this is nothing new yeah this is if yeah. you've been paying any attention and if you ever paid attention in history or or in life in general you to your own thoughts and I, i'll be honest a lot of my like enlightenment has come from my own thoughts. Right. Right? Like my own prejudices. Yeah. Like yeah. like and things like that. So listen to your own thoughts and you'll be like, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's real. Like, <laughs> like it's still here. Right. So I feel like that was the first time I ever started to feel like I belong here. Now is that like, because you got let's let's dig into that more. Is that because you received feedback from other folks? Like, what what, what made you feel that way other than the election? It made, what, what made me feel that way was that I no longer felt like I was this outsider, mm. right? Because I'm not black, mm-hmm. right? So for me to be aware of the, I don't, and not from firsthand experience mm-hmm. necessarily, but for me to empathize and, and be aware yeah. of the challenges that the black community or Latino yeah. community or yeah. other communities go through, I'm still an outsider. I'm not, a, I'm not black. I'm not Latina. I'm not Asian. Like yeah. I can empathize and I can speak for you. I can, I can advocate. I can be your ally, but I'm not you. Right. Same way I'm not right? a woman. Exactly. Right. Yep. Exactly. So for the first time I felt like everyone, not everyone, a representation from every group mm-hmm. has is feeling this sense of um like disgust mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with the things that have become acceptable the yeah. lack of character the lack of integrity yeah. the lack of morality the lack of humanity mm-hmm. um you know lack of common courtesy and just human decency like mm-hmm. basic human decency yeah. um I think I just kind of felt like people all around me were starting to to get it. Yeah. And to, to see like, okay, America is not as progressed as we thought it was. No. Or that we try to pretend like we are. Right? Like even when when I was talking about my family that visit was visiting, you know, they were like, America is the only country where you can have immigrants come and thrive and I was like um, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, the beautiful thing about Canada, the few times that I've been there, was that the sense that I got there was that I could be Iranian and Canadian. Right. Oh, right? Like, yeah, the yeah, people yeah. I knew there, they can be wherever they're from and are still considered Canadian. I don't feel like that's the way, that, how, that's how it not is. Not at here. all. You can't not have, at all. There's no such thing as dual. There is well, no. Let me not say I mean, no such thing. I can say it. I. Now, here's I don't the thing. believe it. I, I will draw this distinction. Now, I'm going to only speak about this group because I know a couple people that are descendants of, mm-hmm. right? And I don't have experience there. But but think about St. Patrick's Day, though. Okay. 
people love on that day to say, oh, I'm of Irish descent. Mm -hmm. And they're still, they got a whole day, right? They're still celebrated. So I I think sometimes depending on the community from which you're from, that there is some more acceptance, but obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, Irish, Celtic, whatever, like still white, right? The same. Yeah, they're still back white. to back to talking about immigrant, the, the whole immigration com- conversation, and oh, right. how come we can't get more immigrants from Norway? <laughs> right? Like it's clear, right? It's it's clear that there is there's a there's a preference. But to right, your point, right. I definitely understand how you feel. I can't say that I feel the same way, mm-hmm. but moments where if you talk to different folks where they do say American, and people start to get this, oh, I want to put my arm around you, right. is if you're in a foreign country. So when I've visited places in Mexico and there have been other tourists there that were white, it's mm-hmm. we now are American because we are on foreign soil. So we got to be But I together. doubt that that would be the case if I was in that person's neighborhood back in the States, mm-hmm. unless we're talking about football or something else at a bar, right? That's when you'll see, like, it, it's, it's very interesting, the mm-hmm. social dynamic that goes along with mm-hmm. feeling like you're from someplace mm-hmm. is, is recognizing a similar culture, mm-hmm. right, or a similar land. Yeah. And so when you, in this country, it's like, oh, if I, if I go to a sports bar and everybody's rah, 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 then it kind of doesn't matter. It goes mm-hmm. out the window because we're rooting for, you know, the Chiefs or the Raiders or the Patriots or whomever, right? So there's that camaraderie there. But mm-hmm. if you take sports out of it and for guys and you take alcohol out <laughs> of it, right, or you take work in a different country, but we all have to be from the same place out of it, then it becomes different, I, at least my in in my experience. So I feel like this is where your butcher comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please tell what what's the butcher? So <laughs> the butcher is somebody who is is very strong in their view. Yes. Of what it is that they believe. Yep. And their perception of how things are. Um, in a very biased way, kind of swinging and hacking and less focused on precision. True. And I'm going to be the baker in this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the baker is someone who's very detailed and measured and, you know, kind of, I'm going to approach it with concern and kind of be exact. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, so, so listeners, you will hear this thing come up and it's something that we talked about even as we were creating the show is is sometimes when you talk about cultures, there's different personas, right? Our experience shapes a lot of what we do. Um, the conversations we have with other folks shape a lot of how we think. But there definitely are those things that we hold hold tried and true to, like no matter what, like this is how I feel. So I appreciate you calling me out on, on, on being a butcher. And I'm sure other people who know me will say, yeah, Ollie, yeah, you can be a butcher a little bit. <laughs> we all have our moments. Mm-hmm. But I want to say... Um, you said about, you know, if you were in Mexico and then you're with a white couple or whatever, and then all of a sudden we're American, but if you were back in their neighborhood, uh, chances are they wouldn't even embrace you that way. I don't know that they would. Like, maybe not, maybe not, maybe I can, ref- I, I will backtrack from chances, okay. but I would be a lot more skeptical. I'm a lot more confident going to Mexico and hanging out with a group of white guys and being accepted because we're at a resort in Cancun mm-hmm. than I am going to a get together in their neighborhood. Why, why right, where they don't If you're invited, why do you feel that way? Right? It's not well, like, if I if I'm okay, so so you're right. Let's make a distinction. Let's be, let's, <laughs> like why let's would be, you be yeah, 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 yeah. party, so let, whatever color let, they are. Let's be the baker, right? Let's use more precision. Okay. I've traveled to Mexico, right? As a tourist. 
with me and let's say uh, my lady friend, right? So we go <laughs> together. We're having a good time. We meet another white couple that we do not know mm-hmm. in that area at that resort, right? And we're talking about, we just, you know, alcohol's involved. We started having general conversation. And this actually happened to me once. Yeah. Where we started talking about politics and the upcoming election. Not the recent one. This was, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Okay. Having general conversation about stuff. And and there's very, there's a very accepting sort of environment. Like, oh, where are you from? Oh, from the Bay Area. Oh, okay. That's great. I grew up here. I'm from here. So there's that regional geographical sort of connection because they're it's all within the United States. Okay. Right? And we're here in Mexico at a resort that you have to be you can't just walk in off the street from right? sure, for, sure, exa- sure. for example. And you're spending most of your time at and that. And you're resort, spending more, most so of your time at that. Probably resort. see them again. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see them again. Obviously you so paid you paid some kind of money to get in here because it's not cheap. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now come back to the States, same sort of dynamic at some other place, okay. right? If it's a restaurant or whatever, a friend of mine, for example, went into a place in New Jersey that is very heavily Caucasian in the demographic. Okay. When he walked into this restaurant with his wife, with his two kids, um, and, and they're both they're all black. All, everyone's black. Um, he is a a, a v, in the C suite at a cosmetic company, a large multinational cosmetic company, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kids are brilliant kids, um, brilliant, beautiful wife. He said everyone looked at them as though they shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's so that's what I'm I'm honing in on. I'm not saying it's like that everywhere, but I'm saying when I when I go when you go someplace else foreign and you speak and you clearly have you know have an American accent. I don't even want to say mm-hmm. English, right? Because that's a different accent. But if you have an American accent, there's an instinctual like, oh, you're from the states. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. But if I'm in the states and I go someplace where they may not expect to see, because I'm sure they may not expect to see me at this resort, right, right? But if I go someplace else here where they may not expect to see me, yeah, you get eyes. You get eyes. At least that's my experience. I'm not saying everybody does, but sure, sure. in this area, he was like, they definitely don't see a lot of us. And we walked in there, we definitely knew they don't see a lot of us yeah. just by the looks that we got. Sure. But that's probably not the look that he would have got at a resort in Mexico or okay. elsewhere. So I'm going to ask you a question. Because it could have just been a look of, oh. They're real. <laughs> <laughs> They're real. And... I didn't realize that we didn't have that many around here, and this is. I'm surprised that I'm surprised. <laughs> like I'm surprised that I'm surprised there. You've only been here for four years, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, in like specific neighborhoods, or like if I go, for yes. example, I teach dance at a Persian school. Correct. Okay, so when a black man walked in, true, fair, right? Fair. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Right. It was like, okay, or like when a very white man or white woman walks in, it's like, oh, okay, they're, I'm not, I'm not surprised, but it's just, oh, I'm thrown aback for a second. You are, it's like, okay. You are thrown aback. The thoughts after that are what make the distinction. I agree. I right? agree. Right? It's, it's not, it's not the startle, it's the acceptance or lack thereof. Right. Or, excuse me, acceptance or being tolerant because that word used to be oh we're, we we tolerate I don't want to be tolerated like I didn't ask to be here like like if you want to go if you really want to mm-hmm. go back right but but part of it part of it is that is like what is 
what is the thought behind? I was going to say something mean. I was going to say, well, that's your parents' fault. <laughs> <laughs> You can't blame that yeah, on slavery. Right. Right, right my number one card, right? Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have so my butcher moments too. Um, so, yeah, so, so. No offense to any butchers. Out right, there. Yeah, yeah, no offense to butchers. I'm, I'm, that's definitely how I operate some days. Um, so, back to the idea of being American, that's where I, it's interesting what you said in that. I'm very much like, well, I still don't feel that way. And you're saying, because of the political climate, mm-hmm. people were kind of tapped on the shoulder to, to a bit to say, hey, you know what? Not only is someone in a leadership position saying these things, mm-hmm. but they're also going to these <clears throat> rallies. And there are a lot of people out there yeah. that are rah, rah, rah. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Punch them in the face. Oh, my God. Send them back. Oh right? Gosh. Like. Grab them. Right. And and it's yeah. funny because I had someone, um, uh, a Caucasian woman, white lady, mm-hmm. who is originally from the Bay Area, say to me one day, she's like, well, I don't know how this happened. Like, she said, how is Florida a red state? And I'm like, well, because you've only been to Disney World. Well, and. And you've I been mean, no place outside. Because yeah. like, I think people sometimes get surprised. And I'm like. Let's be real about integration and social centers and different right. ideas. You, from a cultural perspective, your your ideas come a lot of times from your experience and your right. education. So we know education is not going to take care of it. We already know that, know right? That. Black history, Iranian, like, in the like South, you're let's be clear, education is not going to do it. Right. But if you see a black man on a daily basis who's smart, funny, educated, charming, yes, I'm talking about myself, then... <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and ex- express those ideas and learn a little bit about his family's history. The yeah. same thing with a black woman, the same thing with Iranian. It will change your perspective. But if that is not the demographic you grow up in, if that's right. not the area you grew up in and you are insulated culturally. That's going to happen. This is what happens, right? So I want to kind of piggyback to on what you said earlier about how you don't feel like you you created this country. You didn't build this country, so you don't feel like... Physically, we built it, but... (laughs) Not you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But no, I know what you meant. But but I think one of the other reasons I feel more charged and more empowered and more American, or what I want to believe is what America is supposed to be, Mm. um, is because... So many different, so many different people have now been running for government offices. True. Right? So it's like we are building this country. Now is our time where we are building this country. So so let me ask you this. Why are they running? Why are they running? To me, the catalyst feels obvious. Okay. Right. I, I think that, I think that, so what I mean by that is I think that if we go before Obama and years before that, mm-hmm. I think people were interested and they kind of knocked at the door like there needs to be more diversity. We need mm-hmm. more representation. But I think in this case, not think, but I, I think there's some fact based in the statement. When the pendulum swings so hard in the opposite direction mm-hmm. and you've been walking forward, albeit very slowly, mm-hmm. and you... And something happens to where you literally trip and fall and roll like 15, 20 feet backwards. Like shoots and ladders. All right. of a sudden, you all go down that You go down and you're just like... Then there is that impetus and that rising from people that's like, time 
out. There's no way in hell oh, we're gonna hell go back no. ten feet with it. Oh hell no! Right, like right. so. Now there's this momentous sort of outcry from folks from every every walk of life to say yeah. this needs to be corrected. Let's have this extreme push for correction. I, I'll never say overcorrection because it's not even the way it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. but this strong push for correction and advancement. Sure. Right. And I don't, I don't know that this happens if Obama's president and then Joe Biden was. I don't know. Right. What's your, what's your standard sort of like, I don't, without people yelling in the streets to say, (laughs) you know what I mean? Go back. Let's shut down the borders. Let's let's build the wall. Nazis rising and all of these, like let's build a wall in Colorado. (laughs) Shirts like that some people made in Aspen or in Vail, where there is like make Vail great again, build a wall around Aspen. No, I had all that slurry. Brilliant. I've not seen that. But well, I just feel like that whole revolutionary spirit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is American. Okay. Now maybe in the past it was driven by different things like greed or power whereas i think right now this revolutionary spirit where we're like oh hell no we've had enough we're Mm -hmm. done is driven by for the most part people's humanity because what are what are we asking for we're asking for us to have you know basic living Mm -hmm. needs met Mm -hmm. someone who is is working a full-time job should be able to afford a place to live. True. Right? People should have access to health care. Right? Uh, people should not be so in debt just to get an education. Right. right. Right? Like, why are we one of the few countries in the world that doesn't offer free education? Right? Or even right. at a lower cost. Why? Right. Why are people... Why are we... Why is our society driven on greed, right? Like the profit, profit, profit. And then we, we justify it. It's okay. Well, he, that's business. Yeah. Capitalism. That's business. In democracy, you elected your officials, you elected the system, right. et cetera. So, you, so you, what about, you know, what about humanity? Like we just kind of dismissed humanity for money. You know, it's one thing I find hard is that and one thing that we see too very clearly is that, and maybe it's part of the reason why I feel butcherish when it comes to being American is I don't have the same viewpoint of saying, well, let's just take the definition of American and change what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, change is slow. Thought process is slow. So when you ask the question of why are we focused on greed and where's the humanity? Well, how was the country built? Right? No, I agree. You know what I mean? No, no, no. And I, and I'm I know, totally with yeah, you on the foundation and I, and I, like and how and we I, got here. And I know that you know that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, but when you're when you're tied to that, it sometimes, at least for me, and I know for other people, this is not necessarily the case, and I do not speak for all black folks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard sometimes to get past yeah. the idea of like this is how things were, and people say, "Well, the intent," and this is what America's supposed to be. Right. I'm, sometimes I struggle with. Well, who defines what it's supposed to be? Is it the current generation or is it the people that built it and the systems that are put in place to keep it a certain way? Even if those systems get overrun over time. Right. Right. Like, how? where do I look in there and say, well, oh, this is where I fit in being American. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, that, and that's why we wanted to touch on the, the patriotism piece of, and I'm not going to get into the whole dealing thing because I know people are just like, oh, Colin Kaepernick. 
But, but to stand and be proud mm-hmm. of a place means you also have to accept that place's history. It's hard to say. That's okay. Well, I'm proud from 1965 right. when segregation was over up until, or I'm proud for, you know what I mean? Like I'm it's, proud it's, from 2020. <laughs> right. I'm proud until. from Obama's election until, right? <laughs> and just for those eight years, and now until I'm no longer 2015, proud. <laughs> and then 2016, and then after that, it's all downhill. Right, right, yeah, and then so, I'm proud again. And then I'm proud again. Yeah. yeah. No, I think for patriotism, I'm not a patriot. Yeah. Um, Me neither. Growing up, I was an Iranian patriot for sure. It was just patriotism is huge in Iran, even with the current government. There's something about being Iranian where we call we say like Ham Vatan, like our homeland. You know, yeah. like there's just something about it where you're. They can hate the government as much as they want, but at the end of the day, if they have to fight for their country, they They'll will. Do it. They yeah. will absolutely, without a doubt. 99% of the time, everyone will be like, no, I will fight for my country. Yeah. You don't have that here because we don't feel like it's our country. Right. Right? Right. So I feel like patriotism in the United States, until we rebrand what it means <laughs> right. to be American, and it's not that you have it's not that you have to embrace with loving arms the history of our country. Uh, I'm speaking about America. Um, you have to acknowledge it, correct? Right, and, and you know how do you restore integrity? Like when yeah. you 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 acknowledge it and you try yeah. to make right by it. True, right? Like True. so, we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to funnel and create a lot of programs to help develop these communities that the ghettos, the projects to help gentrify them for themselves right like how right. bring it up but with them still being there right not right. driving them out driving right? them out and saying, or yeah. with native americans you know and i think canada is trying to do that mm-hmm. you know like acknowledging the first nation folks and mm-hmm. and acknowledging the atrocities i think it was a huge battle mm-hmm. for first nation people uh to to even get that far and I think they still have a lot a long way to go yeah. but I think they're they're doing a better job at it than we are yeah. here in the United States oh, of course we, we, we this country hides its history it does, it does not oh, like yeah. to own up we're to how we're it narcissistic was. We're, yeah. we're a country of narcissists yeah right it's it, and unfortunately we're setting the tone for the world unfortunately right and a lot of people have embraced it yeah um but I do think that now is a time for a rebrand. 100%. Right? And can we acknowledge our atrocious history and rebuild from here? Absolutely. We yeah. can because, you know, we, we have to learn. Any failure, you have to learn from. And as a world leader, we have to be better. We have to be better. I just don't feel like there's any other choice. Yeah. We have to be. Um, and you know, with us not being into politics, like wanting to run for politics, we start a podcast. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. We're like, right. Let's, uh, let's yeah. Talk. And, 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 and I agree with you. I'm going to take a butcherish stance real quick and just say, that's, the, always the, fun. that's always fun. The time for the rebrand was hundreds of years ago, but sometimes I see you rolling your eyes. So, <laughs> oh, God. yeah, now, of course now, it was uh, we'll, 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 go with the, we'll go with the now is better than ever. 
Well, that's all we can yeah. do. You yeah, can't of course. Of course. Yeah, right? like, I'm, I can't. Yeah, I'm clearly you know, clearly being butcherish on that. Absolutely. And for the fun. Do for I the fun- hate <laughs> slavery? Absolutely. Do yeah. I hate that women are oppressed? Absolutely. Do I hate that we've annihilated the na- Native American community? Absolutely. Can I do anything about it? Can I change the past? Change the past, no. no. But no. you can cha- you can change and educate for the future, Absolutely. right? And, and to your point, I agree with you about the program Absolutely. piece of it. And I'm I'm definitely a proponent of education changes ideas. Yeah. And when you do it at a foundational level, when you start mm-hmm. to tell the truth at the beginning, mm-hmm. instead of people saying, "Well, I'm 40 years old before I learn how a slave ship was packed." Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. before, people learn like, oh, well, who did design design Washington D.C.? Oh, it was a black man. I had no idea. Right, mm-hmm. because I'll learn all those things about the dominant culture in school. But if you start at a young age and educate, mm-hmm. and you truly diversify culture and experience and exposure, you don't have to worry about that when you're thirty. If I grow up around Asians, whites, Filipinos, Cambodians, Indians, and every other group. Mm-hmm. From the time I'm in kindergarten, right up through primary school, I don't turn into a 40 year old man that thinks that, you know, all Filipinos do is smoke cigarettes and drink. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, because I was exposed right. to that at a young yeah. age, yeah. or I was taught something different than, oh, here, here are intelligent folks from every walk of life in every community. Right. Right. And then right. it's harder to reinforce st- silly stereotypes down the line if that mm-hmm. was never my experience growing up. Right. Right. And we and, and I think to your point, we we all in things we've talked about offline, we all do better together yeah. when we're honest, when we're open mm-hmm. and we strive to be a better a better community, a right. better person. For everyone. For everyone. Right. Right? Right. For everyone. I agree. And that's kind of why I think I have I don't like patriotism. I think it's fine to be proud of your heritage and proud of where you're from. But I, I I just feel like in in such a global world, we just need to be better human beings. Right. Like it, it shouldn't matter where you're from. Like it's okay to have that. Like yeah. If you're German and you wanna wear your Lederhosen and go to Oktoberfest, by right. all means, right, right, do that or or any other holidays or celebrations that you know you have in your culture and community. That's awesome. Great. Like I'm Iranian. We we celebrate Nowruz. We celebrate Yadol. We do. We have all kinds of things, and that's. I love it, and that's fine. But I just feel like humanity has to trump patriotism. 100%. Humanity has to trump capitalism. And until that shift really happens, we're on a really downward trajectory to just kind of keep getting worse and worse and worse as, as a world. Yeah. Um, because we all want the same things. 100%. Right? Yeah, we do. You know, and... At what point can you say enough is enough? Yeah. Like, how how many rooms do I actually need? How many pairs of shoes? Mel used to always laugh at me. She's like, you have two feet and a hundred <laughs> pair of shoes. I don't, but that's what it <laughs> right. looks like. Right. Um, but I just laugh and I think about that today as someone who, um, you know, is conscious about what's happening in the environment and all the waste. Mm-hmm. It's not just how many pairs of shoes do I need in a vanity sense or in a um, money, you know, frugal type sense and just being conscious, monetary, financially conscious, but also an environmentally conscious person. Like 
how many pairs of shoes do I really need? Yeah. Right? Like, what happens to the shoes when I'm done and they're no longer wearable? Where do they <laughs> right, go? Right, right, right. right? right, right so right. it's kind of like being more of a environmentally conscious person. Like, even when I moved into this house, I haven't, you know, I, at first I was like, I'm going to buy everything new, I'm going to do this. And then mm-hmm. I start, as I started going through stuff, I'm like, well, this is still usable. It's just a little dirty. I just need to wash it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, I, don't really want to just throw this away or right, right. give it to Salvation Army thinking that it's <laughs> right, right, knowing darn well it's going right. to end up in a trash somewhere. Yeah. But I just think that, you know, humanity absolutely has to come before anything. True else. global citizenship, not just culturally, but for the earth, too, to your point. And, and, I, and I, definitely, I definitely agree with you. Uh, I definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with that, on that note, we are not so different. If you liked what you heard or you have some feedback or questions or comments or ideas, please feel free to email us at wnsdifferent at gmail.com. So that's we're not so different, wnsdifferent at gmail.com. See you on the next one.